Hi there, I'm Ahmed. And I'm Annie. You might remember us as the voices of Ahmed and Annie from True Story. Um, yeah, that's the show you're listening to now. So, yeah. Now, we, you know, we, we didn't send out a True Story coronavirus marketing email uh, like everyone else because we completely forgot. Um, Turns out that was a good thing because we're pretty sure you wouldn't have read it anyway. But since you're listening now, let's just say that our priority is very much our own survival at this time and not continued reliable service to customers. Hell, we don't even do that in the best of times. Just know. That's right. That is completely correct. Um, you'll have noticed this episode is called A World Without True Story. Um, and you've probably stopped wondering by now why it's called that. Um, you should keep wondering because we are also wondering that, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we should tell them why we've been away. Yeah. I, I think we should tell them that, that, that we owe them that at least. Yeah. Um, what you really mean is that I should tell them that. So, okay. Uh, let me go. Um, you see every man and his dog started a podcast during this lockdown time, mm -hmm. right? You guys have probably been bombarded with new podcast offerings and your friends telling you to listen to their podcast. Well, we want it to be different, right? And so we're only recording this now because with it several months gone, you're probably in the place where you need reminding of how a podcast that doesn't try too hard sounds like. Mm -hmm. Well, here's true story, a podcast that doesn't try at all, you know, brought to you whenever we can be bothered and where staff was furloughed even before COVID-19. You're here. True story. Okay, now to the actual true story in of, of the day. We have to start by talking about coronavirus-related stuff, right? Because, you know, mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. salons. Sue us. But also don't. Anyway, coronavirus. Not to worry. We're not going to tell you anything dark. Um, our job is to find and share funny stuff from the news. And believe it or not, some funny things have happened as a result of uh, the corona. So we'll start with um, something from Italy. This one's going to surprise you, actually. Now, I know a lot of dark stuff coming out of Italy um, because of, you know, uh, the pandemic. And this particular one kind of got lost in the sauce there because, you know, so much dark stuff. Papillon finally got caught. Yes, I'm, I'm giving you some time to react because, you, you know... That's, that's exciting news. If you don't know who Papillon is, then first of all, you need to get out more. Well, actually, maybe maybe not right right away. You should probably stay at home for now. And then when it's safe, you should get out more. Anyway, Papillon is a bear, right? Uh, he's been on the run in Italy for about nine months. And yes, wow. yes on the run. I, I do mean on the run. So, so this guy, right? This guy scales a 13-foot electric fence charged with 7,000 volts and he just goes on a rampage and I'm talking stealing honey, <laughs> chasing cows, attacking caravans, you know, like basically all of the same stuff that Michael Schofield did after he broke out of Fox River that time <laughs> and maybe even more. Uh, I mean, I, I personally salute the pillin because he's a hero of the sport well ahead of his time. Well, um, to be honest, I think we should also, um, we should talk about Donald Trump. I don't know how. There is so much content. But uh, let me just say, there was yep. a whole thing here about, uh, you know, Trump is obsessed with this uh, drug called hydroxychloroquine. 
you know, he's currently taking it and <laughs> keeps on going about how it is the cure, you know, reminiscent of that uh, movie Contagion where Jude Law keeps talking about Forsythia. For those who haven't seen the movie, please do. Um, anyway, this guy in Arizona heard about how it works, right? Um, and from Trump, and he, he drank fish tank solution and died. And he drank fish tank solution because one mm. of the ingredients of fish tank solution is hydroxychloroquine. And so the media made a whole big thing about blaming Trump. But, you know, maybe I'm being radical here, but maybe you should have enough common sense to not drink fish tank solution. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so he just, uh, I, I'm trying to picture this. They think he had like a cup and, you know, like he dipped it in the fish tank. Yeah, yeah I think so too. So I, in, in my mind, the solution was already in the tank. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how I picture it as well. Anyway, let's let's go over to, uh, to Thailand, right? There's a cafe over there that houses mm-hmm. dozens of cats. It has now reopened. No? Okay. No? Okay. So, yeah, this cafe is actually for people, but it has cats as employees. I realize that doesn't make it sound any better, um, <laughs> but I'll keep going anyway. It's called the Catterday Cafe. Oh, no. Yeah, if you thought my puns were bad, these people are the worst. Yeah. Um, and that's the story, right, for that. But it's not the only pet-related coronavirus story out of Thailand. So um, another thing that's happening over there is uh, pet grooming stores are reopening. Um, and that's in the news. Uh, I have no idea why they're so keen on reporting that, but mm-hmm. it, was like, it was a big headline. Um, anyway, still in Asia. Local officials are now dressing up as Darth Vader to enforce the lockdown. People wow. in Indonesia. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's where you should look it up. It's it's real. Uh, over in Indonesia, people are dressing up as Spider-Man to raise awareness about the importance of hygiene. And honestly, I, I don't know what's happening. You know, yeah, what, yeah. What, what is that? Is it like pay attention to your hygiene, or you end up with weird spider power? What what is that? Um, it doesn't end there. Someone in Vietnam is making green coronavirus-themed burgers. So um, I think at this point we can say that um, Asia is winning the coronavirus category, <laughs> or maybe losing. I, I guess it depends on where you're where, where you're looking at this from. And this is a random um, random thing I found. I just wanted to share this. It's not really a big story. It's just um, some coronavirus kits were used in Tanzania, or they mm-hmm. were going to be used in Tanzania, and they were going to be uh, tested first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they tested them on a goat. And they pop off. Uh, and in both cases, they yielded positive results. Um, and then the president, um, John Magufuli, very presidential name, or an African president, I mean. Yeah. Uh, try being a John Magufuli in the US running for office. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, according to President John, uh, these uh, kits must be faulty. Um, I- I'm wondering. I'm wondering why they were testing the kits on pawpaws in the first place. Yeah, but uh, you know, you gotta watch out these days because there are all these like fake kits uh, on the on the market, right? Uh, a bunch of fake fake podcasts too. But I'm not gonna go into that. Um, <laughs> listen, in South India, cops enforcing the lockdown arrested you know three men flouting the rules and put them in an ambulance mm-hmm. with a fake COVID-19 patient, right? 
And so the three men thought the patient was for real. They didn't know. And they were scared to death attempting to, you know, jump out of the window <laughs> of the ambulance, like to, you know, climb out, like do all sorts of things, literally crouching in the furthest corner away from the patient <laughs> who was clearly like briefed. And so he, to scare them further, he started to move around in the van. You know, he got up from the bed, oh, the, the, the bed in the ambulance van. So if you can try actually find the video, right, there's a video going around and, you know, it's both hilarious and disturbing. Uh, which is true story's highest aspiration, actually, both hilarious and disturbing. That's correct. That's that's actually uh, it says so in our um, our founding document. Uh, but more on that some other time. This is a, it's a really good idea. Um, that um, someone pointed this out about Lagos in Nigeria recently. Mm-hmm. Um, is people keep going out uh, and then they come back home and then they tweet things like, "Wow." Everyone keeps going out when they should be at home. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's only made possible by the fact that they keep going. Anyway, obviously we need to look into you know some more radical approaches. Maybe maybe the the India thing, right, with the ambulance and the fake patient. I feel like that kind of thing will get Nigerians. I don't know. I feel like Nigerians would would spot a scam from a mile away, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. You know, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, as someone who feels uh, a strong affiliation to the Nigerian people, uh, I can't speak to that. Um, not on public record anyway. All right. So let's move over to um, the funny stuff that's happening in the world that's unrelated to COVID-19 now that we've, you know, we've done the, um, mm-hmm. the sellout stuff. I know that sounds weird, but um, you have no idea. So just, just wait. Uh, top story for me, I think, is that scientists have now confirmed that there is a reason looking at photos of food will make you hungry. Like We now know for a fact that there is a reason. Wow. Of course, another research project is now being commissioned to find out you know, what the reason is. But um, this is a big breakthrough, right? Now, now we know. You know, for the people in the food and photography industries, that there is definitely a reason why if you look at photos of food, um, it will make you hungry. Something something to follow. Um, oh, cutting edge forward. research right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, another, another story. Um, it's more of a fact-finding one, but this is really important, I think, to share. If someone on your flight starts biting people, like if you're on a plane going somewhere, uh, and someone on the flight starts biting people. Uh, just to be clear, you can't be the someone for this to work. <laughs> I, I know that some of you are going to be getting ideas. <laughs> it has to be someone else. Uh, yeah, so if someone starts biting people and assaulting the flight crew, um, and as a result, your flight gets delayed, right? It turns out you're not actually entitled to compensation uh, when this happens. Um, and some guy, you know, who would uh, would experience this on his flight out of Brazil. Not a good look for Brazil. Um, he tried to sue, and he got shut down. And he was told, you know, this is not this is not a good enough reason. So something to keep in mind: if you, someone's like biting people on on your flight, and it's not you, just remember it has to be not you. Um, you're not going to get compensated for that. But while we're talking about Brazil and not a good look, mm-hmm. the uh, National Tourism Agency the other day uh, shared a post on instagram and it was a post by someone else that you know they were you know they were resharing and this person had recently been to brazil 
What the National Tourism Agency didn't realize at the time is that the post was actually talking about how the person got robbed and witnessed <laughs> a bunch of crimes while, while they were in Brazil. And you see, and th this is why you should never repost stuff on Instagram, right? It's just too dangerous. Just post your own stuff. Hey, maybe they like, were going for the whole any publicity is good publicity thing. You never know. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, public um, outreach, though, some, some Japanese billionaire who was supposed to go to the moon set up a dating show to mm -hmm. find the woman of his dreams to go with. You know, um, he doesn't want to be alone up there. So that makes sense. And yes, <laughs> Elon Musk is somehow involved in this. You know, it's his passenger trip to the moon. What do you expect? <laughs> Anyway, so this Japanese guy's name, his name is Yusaku Maezawa. And if you were thinking of signing up, he has pulled out. Uh, something about having oh, no. mixed feelings about the show. Uh, he's probably already met one of the contestants and fell for her. And she's probably convinced him to not go through with the checking everybody else out. So, yeah. Um, did you know that until recently, Wakanda, that's the fictional country in the Black Panther movie, had a free trade agreement with the U.S.? Well, now you do. What? And just in, to find, just in time to find out, it no longer exists because the U.S. Department of Agriculture has removed it. So, uh, there you go. But how, how are they going to get vibranium then? Yeah, it's... Um, are you going to tell me that's fictional as well? No, no, no. That's, that's the whole uh, space uh, force thing that Trump is now doing, right? That's, that's for vibranium now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Okay. And yeah, th this this is the story. This is a story that has to be said. Okay, so it's it's one sentence. It's one sentence, right? Listen very carefully. A man successfully cooked a pork roast in a car on a scorching hot day in Australia. That's it. That's the tweet. That's the entire story, right? Wow. And you know you can't hear this and not love Australia. <laughs> And in this case, I mean the country and the alternative lifestyle. Because, I mean, why bother being in your house? You know what? I'm not even going to go into it. I love Australia. You should love Australia, too. That's all. That's all I have to say. But I will say this, though. After hearing these stories I just told you, um, I hope you now understand why the world needs true story. We continue to exist. Mm -hmm. um, in this exact form, right? Because you could have gone your whole life without ever finding out about the thing about someone biting people in an airplane. And you would have been fine. I mean, maybe your life would have been better if you didn't find that out. But you didn't go your whole life without finding that out. And your life is not better as a result because we were here to tell you about it. Yeah. And that, my friends, that's how the cookie crumbles. Or, or at least it's how SoundCloud stores all of your cookies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I was trying to deploy a new catchphrase there. Did, did that work? Hey, hey listen. We, I, need to, I need to actually talk about the Olympics while we're here. <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay. So that's a no on the catchphrase. Cool, cool, cool. Um, 2021 Olympics, by the way. That's what they are now. Just uh, yeah. Well, okay. you see, you know, they can be the never Olympics as far as I'm concerned. And, and what bothers me Whoa. is how people in this world are capable of taking something beautiful raw and pure and turning it into a farce you know the olympics was about celebrating <laughs> the peak of human strength speed power it's the crowning of human athleticism right you know run faster hit harder lift heavier jump higher you get the point so the recent news that they've added indoor mm. rock climbing surfing skateboarding baseball 
I mean, how did it get to these people? 2020 is the year humanity broke down, and it's not the coronavirus. It's a decision to include people's hobbies in the Olympics. You know, yeah, for a while, they sounded like you were, um, you were giving a different kind of speech when you were talking about the peak of human strength and speed and power, you know, crowning of things. Um, yeah, I was recalling my Invictus be- uh, audition, but I failed that audition too. So. <laughs> Very careful with the language there. So, I mean, this Olympic thing, right? I, I've, I've got some thoughts on this. Uh, we've talked about the Olympics before on this show, mm-hmm. more than once, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you recall, in episode 43 uh, of season one, that was the episode called Brexit Delayed. Uh, about four minutes and 30 seconds into the episode, I talk about how much I love the Olympics. Wow. Now, I realize it sounds Apparently a less than you love true story. Call. I mean, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing the exact episode and time, is, it might seem a bit weird. But I mean, this is true story, right? So just roll with it. Anyway, in that episode, right? Uh, I talked about how I had trained the curlers who participated in Beijing and London. Great sport, by the way, um, curling. You should uh, you should check it out. No. Big fan. No. Big fan. No? Uh, well, okay, well, I did promise that I would tell you more about how I trained those curlers, but um, not today. Not today. Some other time. Um, maybe another 40 episodes will pass. Uh, <laughs> we did talk about new sports, right? And then the, the reason we were talking about new sports was because it looked like breakdancing was going to make it in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, breakdancing was already in, actually, um, and it still is, as far as I can tell. Uh, so, you know, the surfing, the climbing, the skateboarding, yeah, they were being queued up. And, of course, um, yeah, that, that's funny because Andy actually said that he was looking forward to seeing all these tanned white guys coming over from Thailand uh, to Japan, yeah, yeah. Take, taking part in the Olympics. Uh, well, you know, joke's on you because cause that, that's going to happen now. Uh, you should really be careful what you wish for because <laughs> it's now happening. And, and for some reason, this is unrelated now, karate was added but not wushu. Mm-hmm. They actually rejected wushu because um, I, I, I guess there's a bit of racism going on over at the uh, International Olympic Committee because they added a bunch of white guy sports but Asians get just one. Wushu mm. is very different to karate. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I should know, because I, I once did a two-week online course in advanced wushu over at uh, Trump University. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, Trump University. Maybe, maybe you need to look into that degree, okay? And how did you derail this conversation so much, by the way? Here's my modest proposal for reforming the Olympics, all right? Drop all team sports except relays and swimming and running. That's fine. Uh, football, baseball, all yeah. racket sports, even the individual categories, they all need to go, Okay. Uh, We should have track and field, running, discus, javelin, shot put, pole vault, all that's great. Keep gymnastics, keep swimming. Get rid of all this modern rubbish like (laughs) skateboarding, surfing, rock climbing, all this nonsense, right? You can keep boxing, (laughs) wrestling, and weightlifting. And I don't mind karate, by the way, that's okay. Uh, Sailing, archery, and horse jumping, please, needs to go. Get lost. And last but not least, one of my pet bugs is indoor cycling. That should not be a sport, not at the Olympics, not anywhere. Maybe they can take it to the Winter Olympics because they got a bunch of white people sports there anyway, but out it goes. Wow. Um, after everything we've been through, right? Yeah. Recording this show, not recording this show, 
forgetting to record. You get the idea. You chose karate over wushu. Like this, this is a betrayal, right? I mean, this is a bigger betrayal than the time I found out that they were being serious about. I can't believe it's not butter. Right? So, so here I thought that that was some kind of joke. You know, like a clever marketing shtick, but apparently the stuff in those containers isn't actually butter. Did you know that? Yes. Anyway, listen, the IOC, them's the clueless chaps over at the International Olympic Committee. I've said that if if it if the Olympics don't take place in 2021, uh, the Tokyo Olympics might just have to be scrapped altogether. So basically, all we have to do is root for coronavirus for another year. Is that right? Wow. That bad. <laughs> You really don't want to see the rock climbing, do you? <laughs> Imagine what the surfing would be like. Oh, man, it, it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a fantastic 2021 Olympic Games, um, assuming it happens. But um, we, do, we do have to talk about the new OnePlus 8 Pro. And I know that that sounds like someone has paid us to talk about the new OnePlus 8 Pro. Um, and it's seeming even more like it because I keep saying OnePlus 8 Pro and I should probably stop saying OnePlus 8 Pro. Okay. But no one's paying us, all right? But you saw how convincing it was for a second there and how mm -hmm. natural it felt? Yeah. That's why you should contact us about sponsorships and advertising. No, really. Uh, yeah. Please. Please contact us. We, we can barely afford the, the... Just please. Money give us, please. <laughs> anyway. So OnePlus 8 Pro, that phone shipped uh, with a camera, right? Actually, you ship with, I think, four cameras because, you know, everybody has even more cameras than they did before these days. Wow. So one of those cameras has some kind of X-ray-like thing going on, right? Uh, so it could see through clothes, you know, some plastics, that kind of thing. And I know there's a whole bunch of privacy, privacy issues or whatever that you can uh, talk about here. I don't really care about that. Uh, and... I say I don't care about that because I'm not going to discuss it on the show. This isn't like a Zuckerberg thing. Anyway, I found it funny that when OnePlus decided to uh, release an update to disable that camera, you know, temporarily or whatever, mm -hmm. they did that only in China. So my theory is that the Chinese spy agents have been using invisible ink that can be read by the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to quickly fix it. Oh, <laughs> terrible. I, I don't think we're going to get that OnePlus 8 sponsorship now, by the way. Um, who knows? I mean, OnePlus 8 clearly has a, a OnePlus, I should say, clearly has a history of um, making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Oh, that's terrible. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that, that was our last thing. So we've got a conclusion here, right? This is going to sound like a bit of a speech, but it's important to share this. Um, I think we share this kind of thing on average once a year. So, you know, this is yeah. the one. So it's like year. basically every episode so, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Okay. Okay. So true story um, in the last four years has been listened to almost a hundred thousand times. Right. Uh, considering nothing really happened this year until well now, that, that basically averages out to like 30,000 plays a year. Mm -hmm. um, if you're really bad at math and you, you, know, you press on with this, then you end up with 100 plays every day for three years on average. 
Um, and we have less than 50 episodes. So if we're getting 100 daily plays, it means you people are actually really, really listening to these things um, and telling your unfortunate friends to also listen to it. Um, and, you know, again, this, this is before everyone started podcasting because of the lockdown thing. Yeah. Um, business opportunity like that, you know, you rest assured we'll never tap into it because we never do anything we should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, though, allow us to apologize for not taking you seriously enough. Um, we want to do better. Mm -hmm. So we'll create a survey for you. Now, this survey will take less than two minutes to fill because it only has five questions and two of them are yes or no style. And if you have data privacy concerns, we promise to only sell your data if you have to save ourselves. Otherwise, you have nothing to worry about. Yep, that's correct. The survey will be found at the top of our pages. So it'll be on Twitter, Instagram. We'll find a way to put it on SoundCloud as well. Mm -hmm. um, on all of these platforms, our handle is TrueStoryXYZ, one word. Um, that's because ABC was taken. It, it's a pretty, pretty doggy dog world out there with, with the handles. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, we got what was left. Uh, we are looking forward to your feedback, though. You know, take take a minute or two to fill it. Um, stay safe and keep listening. Bye bye. Bye bye.